everyone. everyone. I'm Manya. And I'm Natasha. And this is Avocados, Avocados. And the topic for today is market manipulation. As usual, we will be beginning with a little update on what's going on. Besides that, we also had our promotional exams, which are these mm. really huge exams that we take at the end of our JC1. So we weren't really able to work on the podcast as much as we would have liked. And we're glad to say that we're back now and we're ready to talk to you guys about the stock market. So as usual, I'll be basically introducing the case, why we chose to talk about it. Basically, in March, we watched this case at the state courts, and it's about the biggest market manipulation case in Singapore. So it was um, basically by this man named Mr. So Chi Wen, who is also known as John So. And he did this market manipulation with his now ex-girlfriend, Kwa Su Ling. And they were basically responsible for wiping out as high as 8 billion Singapore dollars from the market in a 2013 penny stock market manipulation scheme. So we watched this case in 2022 and what we basically saw was the court revisiting the charges and offering bail to Mr. So. So the couple actually faced 349 counts of market manipulation, deception and cheating financial institutions. So right now, Mr. So is on bail at $4 million and their accomplice in the crime was convicted later in 2019 and is facing three years of imprisonment. Yeah, even though it's three years, I mean, you compare it to like parking tickets or like even smaller violations, three years is like nothing, especially for the scale that they did it, in my opinion. Mr. So and his wife, they got, I think, a total of 10 to 20 years but because Mr. So could pay the bailout money mm-hmm. he didn't pay for his girlfriend I think yeah. but because he could pay out the whole the bailout money he didn't even have to spend any time in prison at all right which is kind of crazy because you think about this was the largest market manipulation scheme in Singapore 8 billion dollars and this compared to like this is it's also like a huge trend that you can see in other countries Goldman Sachs tried to get away with almost stealing billions of dollars from Malaysia Mm -hmm. or from Malaysians in like this welfare company. I think it was called the IMDB scandal. So it's just insane to think that Singapore is a very conservative, small, small, yeah, and very strict country with all our penalties and marking regulations. They wouldn't have that much of concern for people who have such high stakes in how the market tends to gear in Singapore. So you're saying they should be more protective of these kind of things happening? Yeah, because like, Mm -hmm. so what the couple basically did just to give insight for everyone, they did this thing called wash trading. Wash trading is basically like making fake accounts. So this is to replicate actual trading. So these accounts are actually controlled by the couple or by the accomplice. Is, Is wash trading legal? It's not legal. So they were convicted under the... SFA, which is Securities and Futures Act, and it specifically says that wash trading is a type of market manipulation because you're trying to increase or decrease the stock price of a certain like company. So them was like Walmart, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. So what they did was they tried to increase the stock price a lot by doing this uh, wash trading. So then they will eventually add up the total number of share trades, and that will create a higher market cap for that company. Yeah. So eventually when they sh- uh, sell off their shares, 
it will be like by the millions even though it may start off at a very small price so in this case it was 60 accounts yeah 60 yeah 60 different accounts 60 different locations wow. all controlled by this single couple i mean they're a pretty well wealthy couple they had background in finance so right. it wasn't hard for them to pull off a scheme like this and what exactly are we discussing so today we'll be discussing what exactly should be considered market manipulation mm-hmm. as well as what the country should do in order to prevent people from abusing the market right. retail investors as well as big companies like hedge funds or even mm-hmm. wealthy individuals like this right so i think like other than this example singapore itself does not have a lot of history of market abuse but it does have a lot of minor offenses that are that a lot of people are caught in because they are retail investors. Retail investors are usually individuals who go and try to share stocks on the market or they try to start off small. Hedge funds are bigger companies, for example Goldman Sachs, are very popular in abusing the market or able to get analysts that are able to work underground so then they can increase or manipulate stock prices. At least for in Singapore, I feel that especially for hedge fund, we need to have a very specific set of rules laid out and as well as ensure that imprisonment is way higher. Going back to the case, this couple itself already shared or loaned around 238 million from Goldman Sachs so that they could keep up their operation scheme. $4 million for bail is simply not enough for them to actually receive jail time. They could easily pay it off with like a quarter of less than a quarter, like a tenth of the money that they earned from the whole scheme. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I know Singapore has to do is they have to make sure that their penalties are proportional to the salary of the offendant uh, so that they don't escape through bail. I think we've talked about it in a previous episode. I think it was episode two where we basically debated on whether people should be fined higher or lower based on their wealth like this is a very prominent discussion when it comes to market manipulation because when you see the people who are actually conducting this market manipulation you'll notice that they're extremely wealthy for example the owner of citadel he has been caught conducting this kind of market manipulation but the thing is these kinds of fines are not really gonna be too much of a burden to these kinds of people people like the owner of Citadel, they have like, I think the most expensive house in the world. It was $238 million. $238 million. Like if you consider giving a man that has a $238 million house in itself, a $4 million fine, you really begin to question if that fine is really gonna stop them from making the same mistake again. Mm-hmm. Exactly, especially when you take into account that like since they wipe out or they steal billions of dollars from the stock market because of this manipulation, they can easily pay it off with the savings or the crime itself. They earn a lot of money that they can even not get impacted at all by justice or by any ways that they can get prison time. So just a quick disclaimer before we continue to explain more about market manipulation. This is not financial advice. So anything that we say about stock prices is all based on our own research and we are just discussing it and about the issue itself of market manipulation and who should be caught for it and what exactly the problem is. Mm -hmm. So just a quick explanation, very brief about what market manipulation really is. 
So it's where it's a type of market abuse where people up or some way alter the prices of stocks or securities based on activity or through certain advertising. It may not be advertising, but social media, as we'll explain later on, is a very popular way where people cause huge amounts of audience to invest yeah. into a certain stock, which can increase the price. Yeah, I think Kim Kardashian and people like that got into trouble for promoting some kind of crypto. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, Dogecoin. Recently, Dogecoin has gotten a lot of hype and people are increasing like the stock price of it. But yeah. it's mainly through like Reddit forums, right? And also like uh, those celebrities that really push the movement of people. Dogecoin was advertised by celebrities? No, it was like, uh, you know Wall Street Bets? It's like this Reddit community where they do a lot of stock analysis and everybody has been saying like, oh, Dogecoin is a really good stock to invest in. Mm -hmm. It's going to get a lot of hype. And Wall Street Bets is very controversial because they've been known for pushing huge amounts of people, especially like beginners, people who may not have been very uh, literate on how the stock market actually works to investing a lot of money in certain stocks but overall there are people who say like these communities are can be like a really good thing like trying to teach people ways to invest and even like cryptocurrency like you said like bitcoin yeah. it was a good thing that people came together as a community and tried to support bitcoin but eventually you know the controversy of how the owner eventually fled and basically took all the money assets securities passwords so that the people who like lost millions of dollars or cannot even access their account because the owner is like MIA. Yeah, I think like we can also tie the example of not giving high enough signs to the Kim Kardashian thing that I talked about. Uh -huh. So she was basically what the whole scandal was about. She was touting this cryptocurrency to like millions of people, millions of her followers on Instagram. But the thing mm -hmm. is, she didn't clearly state that she was paid to do so. So because of that, the SEC actually found her guilty of, you know, doing that. And she was fined $1 million. And mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian is a billionaire. Oh yeah, it doesn't really matter to her. If, like, there's a $1 million fine imposed. Yeah. I mean, you can also say it's... Technically, it was advertising, but she never mentioned the advertiser's name at all. It's not that she didn't mention the advertiser's name, she just didn't like tell her followers that she was paid to advertise it. Like they thought that she genuinely thought oh. that it was a good crypto to invest in. And because of that, she was like fined by the SEC. Yeah, cryptocurrencies especially now are very hard to play with because you know, these companies are managing your wealth. And there was a very significant thing that happened in 2021. I don't know if you heard of Robinhood. Yeah, no, I've like Robinhood used to be like a really big thing, like mm -hmm. a couple years ago. But um, I think there was some kind of scandal quite recently, like in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, where they were involved in something with GameStop. Yeah, so Robinhood was back then a very popular and a very legitimate way to invest. So they're like a broker. Basically, mm -hmm. it's somebody who helps you trade the stock. So before like the 20s era and when cryptocurrency was a really major thing yeah. a lot of people used to go to a physical location and trade stocks so it would cost a lot of money to pay for commissions to trade the stock with someone who has access to the stock market right. or has access to those shares to sell off 
But now, you know, with Robinhood and with a lot of different types of trading ways, especially online, you're able to like trade at a much cheaper price. With Robinhood, made it sure that you rarely paid for any commissions between them and the people who actually own shares. No. So one of their big shareholders was Citadel Securities, like you mentioned before. And the thing that Robinhood was involved in was really in the Gamehood or GameStop saga. The price of GameStop increased massively because it got a lot of social media attraction, especially on those Reddit forums like Wall Street Bets. There was actually like a really popular YouTuber, so he basically said like GameStop has a lot of potential in having huge value. So it gained a lot of people's attention because a lot more people started to invest in the GameStop. So it went from like I think fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. and in a month or two, near January of twenty twenty one, it shot up close to almost breaking the five hundred dollar high day peak. So just for comparison, Apple right now is at like ninety nine dollars a stock. So you can imagine like right now, I think GameStop capped at eight billion dollars, just insane. And the fact is that Robinhood and a lot of these hedge fund companies that actually did a lot of the trading at that time, they did not allow、uh, retail investors, which is basically anyone like you and me who has the app, to buy more of these stocks. Like the buy bu- button was completely broken. So they couldn't buy their stocks; they could only sell. So when you only sell, the price of the stock goes down, and this is a good thing for companies and shareholders like Citadel Securities. Robinhood mainly profits if Citadel Security profits. They don't actually profit from their users. If the users lose more money, they actually gain because the more trades that users make on the app, they get more money out of it. So this is because of short selling. Citadel Securities is a hedge fund, which is in a short position. So when you're in a short position, you mainly benefit if people lose money. So for example, a security is like five dollars. Let's say it goes up to ten dollars. So usually the person who has like the shares, Citadel Securities, somebody would borrow the share, the shares. But then the stock price goes down. So then they can buy back that security for five dollars. Because the stock price goes down, and they benefit from that difference. Hedge funds only profit because they're in a short position, and because people lose out on money. So when a lot of people were gaining money, and when the game stock price was increasing, they had to stop people from investing or buying GameStop. So that they could profit. Yeah. So that Robinhood could profit. Yeah. So eventually, a lot of people. There was a lot of lawsuits that say like, oh. Roaring Kitty or these type of like Wall Street bets people were driving people to invest a lot of money in the GameStop so that these hedge fund operators eventually could prevent people from investing into it, and then would cause the stock price to plummet down. And, and they would get like a lot of money from that. Yeah, and especially what was suspicious was that like those people who were hyping up GameStop at the start. Once it eventually reached like four hundred dollars for GameStop,、mm-hmm. they sold out all their stocks. So that means they didn't like stay in the game long enough for them to lose the money. But you see, like these people, even if they did stay long enough, because they were the first people to get into the GameStop saga, yeah, or start in the uh like traction of it, like for example, Ron Kitty, he made fifty million dollars like at the highest, and even when GameStop the stock like decreased a lot. He was still left with like thirty-five million dollars, 
Right. So what you're saying is that these people who are in Wall Street bets and like that YouTuber that you mentioned, they're partaking in legal market manipulation. Yeah. I mean, I would think that if you're pushing people through social media, yeah. I mean, social media is all about free voice, like free speech. Those people, like especially your users, have to have some caution, and it's not completely small. Like YouTubers or YouTubers, they did get big eventually because mm-hmm. of this whole thing. But I feel like it's your choice to know what you do with your money, yeah. and he's simply just like advising. And he did say a lot of times, like in his videos, he was like, "Oh, this is just what I think. Yeah, I think that this will go really well." But because his opinion is relatively respected, a lot yeah. of people did believe. At the same time, it was also really sad to see that these hedge fund like. But I mean, like he is an influencer, right? Yeah. Like he is an influencer, and if you have a social media presence, you are an influencer. You're meant to influence people. So mm. if people like you, they're gonna be like inclined to listen to what you advise, to what you think is good, yeah. and they're gonna try those things out. But I think a trend that we're seeing here is that. Mostly people with big names, mm-hmm. very big influences in the market, are usually the ones being punished for market manipulation. But if you're just like an individual who is like advising people, and many people happen to listen to you, mm-hmm. or if you're a small YouTuber, like they don't find you for market manipulation. But the that's second true. you're like influential, you are being fine. Despite oh, yeah, both of them true. having like a very similar influence. Yeah, I guess you could say that because he was a small YouTuber, but the second he got traction, he suddenly had this huge responsibility. But the he, second he gained traction, was it before or after the whole thing? Like oh, it was during. So it was like because he gained traction, a lot more people started to invest in GameStop, mm-hmm. which caused the stock price to go really high and skyrocket. But at the yeah. same time, like I don't think a lot of people could predict that Robinhood would stop the buy button. All of these hedge fund companies would try to manipulate the market. But like, didn't you say that they knew, so they like sold all their shares? Yeah, that's what it was said at the start. But then he said that like later on in the case, he, even though he like reduced, like lost around fifteen million, he was still left with like thirty five million. That means he did eventually lose out. Wow. On the GameStop saga, but he only had thirty five million. How yeah. does he live? I know, but it's also crazy to think that if I mean, if he would have put up the thing where he should not give, he should not push people to buy the stocks in the first place. Yeah. It's very hard for like people who try to make a business out of giving financial advice. I mean, you're not supposed to give financial advice, but make a living out of like telling people about their stock market analysis or thesis, because that's what a lot of these redditors do. A lot of people are like why so aren't it's like, these? Isn't aren't they asking for it because you're not even meant to give out financial advice? Like that's illegal, mm. and you're still out here doing it. But the thing is, they're not being fined for it. Like mm. they're not held accountable for what they're doing. So yeah. it seems like it's very difficult to differentiate what is market manipulation and what isn't. Yeah, especially when you take into account how. Quickly, things spread on social media, and how social media is also a platform for anyone yeah. to speak and just write their thesis on and it. go viral. Yeah, so it's yeah, it is really hard to tell who's the crux of the problem. But at the same time, I also think the first way, the first best way to prevent market manipulation from spreading is 
to ensure that hedge funds or like people who are at the top first yeah. especially like people like robin hood find better ways to manage securities or better ways that do not involve market manipulation to stir a price down but anything that is involved with decreasing or manipulating a price down is considered market manipulation but let's say that the price of GameStop continued to skyrocket because technically for hedge fund owners specifically when you are a short seller it's worse because the loss you can have is infinite because mm-hmm. technically a stock price can increase like crazy but a stock price cannot decrease by more than a hundred percent like it cannot go lower than a than zero dollars right so these companies if let's say we hit more than 200 times its gain these yeah. companies will probably eventually go bankrupt at the end of the day so i don't know if it's also kind of good sometimes where there's a way that you can steer a price down but i feel like there has to be a body a specific body of people that can control that so that retail investors or normal people who just invest don't have to be bankrupt because at the end of the day even if you're able to do it so that these big companies or hedge fund companies don't lose out on a lot of money so what is your opinion on market manipulation like what would you consider is market manipulation or what would you consider is not i mean i would consider market manipulation as any type of huge company that's trying to put an action towards the price of the stock that's driving it mm-hmm. i would not consider social media as a huge driver or people who analyze the stock market and ask pe- tell people that this is a really good stock but yeah. it also depends on the terminology that they use from what i've researched like stock market analysis people who analyze the stock market they have very specific terminology that they have to learn like yeah. they have to make sure that they're not saying that you have to buy this instead say things like i think that this is a good type of stock and i think that a lot of people can benefit from it but there's also downsides like you have to weigh it the good thing that i saw in this whole like drama that happened was that the people who were fined like the youtubers or the people who urged a lot of people to invest in gamestop yeah in their videos they did have a lot of safe terminology like they did try to say how this is just something i've seen but this can also plummet as we all know like reddit especially like social media a lot of people once they get on something they hype it up or they over dramatize how good something is yeah because like isn't that the whole point of like the content that you're making to drive people to like invest in a certain stock because i think if i was someone who was like looking for advice on which stocks to buy i would be well aware that these people would be like saying these things to make their opinion sound safer but Mm -hmm. i know that at the end they are still promoting a certain stock for a reason and there must be a good reason behind it Mm -hmm. because if they are promoting a stock and the stock actually is like you know a really good stock to invest in then it's only their name that's gonna be like glorified and they're gonna be the ones that are gaining like the trust so yeah you know, you have every reason to believe these people despite the usage of this kind of safe language. Yeah, I guess the whole purpose of like the whole Reddit community is that people can just share their thesis about it Yeah. so that they can get more knowledge on how the stock market works or to just see if they're right or wrong. But eventually, if you do share your thesis about anything, people who believe it will act on that thesis or will try to see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. At the same time, there is a lot of ways that people said how 
people on social media can try and track whether or not this is type of manipulation that's steering people if a lot of people are not addressing the other side of a stock because there's a lot of like there's a back side there's a front side of the stock so there's mm-hmm. a stock where you will eventually see a lot of people investing into it but eventually it will plummet sometimes sometimes there's a lot of float rotation right. so float rotation basically can determine whether that stock is very volatile so yeah. if it goes up and down a lot those type of thesis on how this stock is volatile yeah you can kind of determine that but individuals need to have their own financial literacy i think also the huge problem with the gamestop saga was that this thesis if it did not hit mainstream like you didn't get on news sites because this got on like mainstream media and a lot of people did say that this is what mainstream media does it gets a lot of hype on a thing that conventional media or like very small communities can't get yeah so i guess also mainstream media like news outlets need to also be very careful like bloomberg is pretty careful with their statistics for sure but if you look at like other like local news statistics they don't really have that much of a standard yes not standard but like they (laughs) they don't really touch on this unless it's a big thing or something that's like recent news so they're like adding to the feel of it Mm-hmm. There's only one other way, which you know, other than driving a stock price up, they can drive it down. Uh, Jim Cramer, who is a very popular stock know-it-all person, he basically said how in a 2006 interview, he kind of admitted to decreasing the value of a stock. But back then, it was kind of legal because market manipulation wasn't really like big thing, or people didn't really know how to regulate it. And he actually urged other hedge funds to do a very similar thing where he did activities so that the stock price of something goes down. It's really hard to like tell when market manipulation is genuinely them trying to hype something up or trying to drive the stock market mm-hmm. to something at a really terrible height for eventually these companies who benefit from people losing money or short selling to manipulate the market so that they could get the amount back. Because originally, let's say you're a long seller, yeah. and you think like oh this this is gonna get me a lot of money but it turns out that they were trying to hype the stock up a lot so that it can plummet down it's something that a lot of people don't recognize and a lot of people may not realize when they are in a long having their downfall preyed on yeah i think big companies are the ones who play a major role and they have a lot of money to steer the market compared to just maybe one person who is directing everyone on social media I don't know, I feel like both ways a lot can be done because I know for things like Bitcoin, like cryptocurrency, social media had a very big part to play and for the examples that you listed, Mm -hmm. stock market, GameStop, a lot of this also had to do with social media so I think it would be a bit weird to completely like rule that out. Mm -hmm. I think that you just need to be safe with it. I think if you're going to give your opinion on certain things, it shouldn't be on a very large scale. Yeah. I mean, to ensure that something like remains like small scale because this is social media after all. Mm. Anything can like blow up and really big things can happen. I guess it's also the standard that mainstream media has so that it does not blow a price up to the point where hedge funds get involved and try to manipulate the market. There's like a double manipulation happening, like people are trying to manipulate the stock up, then there's hedge fund managers trying to bring it down again. Mm -hmm. So I guess the stock market all is about, used to be about just the algorithm, but now it's 
many people knowing the algorithm you know there's like this whole controversy that S&P 500 and New York midnight time the stock yeah. price always changes yeah. it will change or it will plummet based on that time I feel like there's always people even though we all trust like a very basic algorithm that's supposed to show based on normal human behaviors on how we drive the stock market there's yeah. always somebody that's going to manipulate it on the inside but I feel like if somebody on the inside was manipulating it they would like do stuff to gain more traction and to mm. like ensure that more people are looking at this advice so I feel like there might be a couple telltales yeah when, like somebody's really trying to make their opinion known I mean in the end it's all about how it's all about case-by-case basis on yeah for sure definitely there's a lot of things that looking at the GameStop saga there's a lot of different groups of people that are involved and then you may not know from insider trading to basically just how the stock market looked itself it could just been a blatant very easy manipulation or maybe something higher was driving it like robin hood and this yeah. hedge fund so i yeah. think that's where the um importance of the legal system comes in and like really mm-hmm. weighing all the sides that are involved to see where the fault lies Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's really important that these conversations are had. Yeah, so that's basically our opinion on this issue on how market manipulation, on what it is and the people that are mainly driving it. So that will be all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you guys have gained some more insight into the world of stocks and securities. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye! Bye.